You're running through a forest. You come to a clearing. There's an eerie abandoned cabin. What do you see? Two figures in the window with their palms on their hearts. Looks like they're pledging to something. What do you think they're pledging to? In, in horror, horror we, we trust. Candyman, 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 candy man, candy man, candy man, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody What are we doing? We're gonna die. What are we doing? They're gonna come for us. There ain't no mirrors in this room. You can't catch us now, motherfuckers. And we're dead. (laughs) Bye. So today, we're gonna start one of probably several installments on urban legends. Yeah, and specifically today, we are going to cover maybe the most modern form of urban legends that we are seeing today. Yes. Which are games, or more appropriately, rituals, if you will. Yes. A lot of these games we have found to be pretty viral on um, a couple different sources of social media, whether it be like Reddit or TikTok or yeah, the YouTubes, the YouTubes, the OG. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we are going to discuss about four of them that we have found to be relatively popular. And we're going to explain the ins and outs of how to perform these. Do them at your own risk. We are not taking any liabilities of yes. what happened to you. Um, you know, that's you if you believe it or not. But yes. us personally, uh, not going to take that chance. No, uh, we've seen sure. enough. We've seen enough movies, and yeah. <laughs> we will also discuss um, these urban legends, these types of urban legends, um, how they pertain to, I, I guess, the scope of entertainment, how yeah. they relate to maybe some films we've seen, yeah. how they make for some pretty creative films, and Absolutely. just all the goodness. That, all the goodness. Yeah. And the terror. And the terror. So to start off, we can talk about urban legends in general, a brief background or general information on them such as how urban legends are it's kind of like this evolutionary form of storytelling um that stemmed from i think it they've stemmed from cautionary tales um you know there's even like nursery rhymes that started that always have like a cautionary tale or lesson to be had and i think the first forms of urban legends that kind of grew they grew out of cautionary tales that parents would tell their children so they're not staying out late or, you know. It's the boogeyman evolved. Yeah, absolutely. And we were also talking about this earlier, but how urban legends are basically the first form of horror entertainment. Yeah. You know, they're ghost stories. Yeah. Essentially, they're just ways to scare people. Yeah. They didn't have TVs, they couldn't watch movies, so they're like, hey, what's a way to creep each other out? Yeah, yeah, and, you know, they're, they're still just as alluring, and they have that mysterious quality, and the same effect of how horror movies, when you're watching them, but they are like an embodiment of our fears as a society, or just as humans, and ways you can share them and express them and experience them from a safe distance. Yeah, well said. Right on the money. I also read how urban legends 
or folklore in general tend to reflect and evolve with the times and the technology of the times. And I think what we're talking about today, again, is the most modern form of urban legends that has evolved today and how it's going viral on TikTok and YouTube and using the media of today to really circulate it and just carry it on and evolve it even more, which makes me think, what's gonna happen next? Like, how is this gonna evolve even further? It is interesting, I mean, it's called the legend and, you know, you do see them trace back to, you know, ages ago and they're so long lasting more than than a film, you know? Yeah. So they're just gonna, I don't know, it's just interesting how powerful storytelling can be in especially scary stories. And I agree. how long and yeah, how many variations there are and they just keep growing and just stand the test of time. Yeah. I love urban legends and I think they're super cool and I always love hearing these stories. So I am excited to get into this. They are super fun, but honestly, some of them can be incredibly <laughs> scary. Like some of these games that we're going to talk about, I remember discussing with Carissa and we were like, what the hell? Who would do this? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I this mean, is a summoning. We're, we're all for some fun and games getting creeped out, getting <laughs> scared. The like, fun and games are like, <laughs> we always chase the next scare. But personally, there are some scares in this that I, I could live without that being a thrill that I choose to find out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Again, we've seen it enough movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. To oh not fuck around and find out. Yeah, just <laughs> not trying to do that at all. It's not tempt fate here. With that being said, um, one of the first games that we had discovered is called You and I. You and I. You and I. We are together. Again, I'm <laughs> not too sure. Um, the exact origins of this urban legend game. I just know that it has been viral. Um, I have seen it on multiple TikToks now. And granted, I know the, f- the For You page is just the algorithm <laughs> seeks out those videos. But I've seen it on a couple now that's more than comfortable. So I thought it would be an interesting one to kind of talk about. Um, essentially the game is a means to have a person be rewarded with good luck through the spirit world and winning quote unquote, this game is good luck and losing may result you, um, eternally stuck in a mirror. Oh God. (laughs) Um, all right. So you and I, in order to play this, you are going to need a couple, um, supplies that's going to entail a deck of playing cards, a lighter and or a match, and a full-length mirror. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I feel like stuff everyone yeah, has. Yeah. Entry level. Entry level supplies. New level. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The steps of this game. All right, so first, once you have the items, you will need to find a quiet room and set up. You're going to wait for the evening, preferably midnight. Witching hour. Um, once midnight hits, you will sit wherever you're comfortable um, and burn the two Joker cards with said lighter or match. No, no, I don't fuck with that. I don't <laughs> fuck with burning. I don't fuck with Jokers. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, 
While you're burning the jokers though, you have to do so in front of the mirror and you have to state these words. I know you are there. Come out and play. Oh. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> um, this will awaken your twin, allowing the game to begin. To begin the game, you will need to deal yourself 10 random playing cards face down. Before you reveal the cards, you will need to say out loud whether you think there will be more number cards or face cards in the hand. If you choose correctly, for every card you choose right, you will gain an extra year of good luck. For example, if you pick a face card and there are seven face cards in your hand and three number cards, you will gain seven years of good luck. But if you pick wrong, then you will release your twin from their prison of the mirror and they will seek to take over every part of your life, locking you in the mirror in their place. It's a game of fate. I don't know. That's pretty creepy. Um, as far as I know, too, there are no there are no aggressive warnings of playing this game. Like, people haven't been like, oh, play your own risk, or oh, be careful the lighter doesn't turn out, or the game won't work. Like, it didn't give any sort of... Schoolyard, schoolyard yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I feel like this one is an evolved kind of game of Bloody Mary. Or Candyman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little more complex, but the simplicity is kind of still there. Of yeah. you know, being in the bathroom, the mirror, seeing something, seeing something in yeah. the dark, <laughs> and kind of playing tricks on you with a candlelight or whatever it, yeah. it may be. But I still think it has potential to summon something you don't want <laughs> right, in your right. bathroom. True. Um, I don't know. Would you play this game, Carissa? Out of, I know the ones in the list, so I think oh, out of yeah, all of them, yeah. yes. Um, well, say you don't know what else is on the <laughs> list, and someone came up to you and was like, hey, I learned of this cool spooky game and told you the rules. Would you be down to play? I think with this one, yeah, I would, begrudgingly. No, um, I think I would be interested, because it does remind me of Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary, which I have, which many friends have. I've yeah. seen, you know. Uh, I mean, who hasn't played Bloody Mary yeah. in their bathroom as a kid? Yeah, so I think I would give this one a try. Yeah. Especially because it's simple and, like, you, you know, a lot of stuff you probably have access to. And it's, yeah. I think I'd be down to be in the bathroom, but uh-huh. I don't think I'd be wanting to play it. Actively, yeah, yeah, actively yeah. playing it. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's smart. I don't know. I just think... You do. I just... With my luck, I don't think I need to, you know, be trapped in a mirror for the rest of eternity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Oculus. So, Prepare this one... Out. Sorry. No, I love it. Harry Potter. <laughs> Probably you Potter heads. That's all you need is a Harry Potter fan to get you unstuck. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess out of oh, the list, this is the least threatening. Yes. Alright. Yeah. So this next one, I feel like okay, you know how we said the first one's not that threatening? I think this just threw the odds in the air. Yeah. And was just oh, like you thought. <laughs> this one is called The Three Kings Ritual. 
again, I'm not super clear on the origin. Um, I don't know where this began. I don't know where it was found. Um, I just personally found it on Reddit and I found it on the subreddit, no sleep. Great subreddit. I love that love one. It. It's so many good stories. So creepy. It's yes. so much fun. Don't read the shit at night because you'll get <laughs> scared. But um highly recommend No Sleep if you are a fan of horror stories just in general. They've got a lot of fun stuff on that subreddit. Um I know that this went pretty viral a few years back. People were playing it and it was all over YouTube and it was kind of getting saturated in the social media world. Honestly, kind of creepy that so many people were playing this, but I mean, to each his own, you know, if you want to do this stuff, it's all on you. Those are your demons you gotta deal with. (laughs) Absolutely. So this one requires um, a little bit more in terms of supplies. And what you'll need is a large windowless room that's quiet and has a sturdy lock. Um, If for whatever reason you obviously don't have a windowless room, that's pretty uncommon, um, just cover up your windows. Get some black light or blackout curtains or throw a blanket over them, whatever you you have the means to do. Um, You'll need a candle, preferably a pillar, so it doesn't burn out too quickly, a lighter and or a match, a bucket of water, a cup of some sort, um, two large mirrors, and a fan, three chairs and an alarm, a charged cell phone, and most importantly, you will need a partner. And this partner is very important because you will need to ensure that they will follow the rules and take this seriously. Um, And last but not least, you will need some sort of object with sentimental or emotional value to you. Pretty hefty uh, list. That that part right there of having an emotional, sentimental object with you, that is what makes me feel like, oh, witchy. I know. I'm like, (laughs) "Mm, full on ritual here, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the steps of this game is pretty lengthy, um, but... Yeah, here we go. So at 11 p.m. in the evening, you will begin the setup. Um, In your chosen room of place, you will place your chairs facing north. This is your throne. You place the other two chairs on either side of the throne facing toward it. These chairs belong to the queen and the fool, and they should be about an arm's distance from the throne. You will secure one mirror onto the queen's chair and one onto the fool's, again facing toward the throne. When sitting on the throne, you should be able to see your reflection in the periphery of your vision without having to turn and look. You place the bucket and your chosen cup in front of your throne just barely out of reach. You want them near enough just in case you need them, but not close enough that you may trip over them. You will place the fan behind the throne and turn it to medium or low. You turn the lights off and leave the room making sure the door is left open and you will go to your bedroom. You will place your cell phone candle in a lighter close to the bed so you can reach them easily without having to hunt for them. And make sure that phone is charged. Set that alarm for 3.30 a.m. Okay, you are going to set your alarm for 3.30 a.m. You're going to take that chosen object and get your ass into bed. It's time to go to sleep. 
when your alarm goes off at 3.30 a.m., you're gonna get out of bed, light that damn candle, grab your phone and your sentimental object. You're going to keep that object with you at all times. You have three minutes to return to your prepared room. When you enter the room, you close the door behind you. Your chosen partner in this ritual should wait right outside that door and be as quiet as possible. Protecting your candle flame, take your place at the throne. Your body should block the wind from the fan behind you and keep it from burning the candle out. The idea here is that you should you slump to the side during your time in the room, the candle flame will be blown out by the fan ending the ritual. Do not at any point look directly into the mirrors on either side of you. Also, do your best not to stare directly into the candle's flame. Hi. That's good. I know. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want me to look in the mirrors. What's going to happen? You're facing towards you, too. So tempting. I know. Assuming you've made it to your throne by 3.33 a.m., it's all going to plan. And you may begin the active part of the ritual by asking questions aloud. It may take time, but again, assuming you did everything you should, you will soon be joined by the king who will answer your questions. Reportedly, you will actually hear their voices, but remember, no matter how startled or scared you may be, do not turn and look into the mirrors. Remember to take this seriously. This isn't a time to ask stupid questions, regardless of what you may, you may have heard before. They do exist. You have an hour with the kings to ask whatever you please. So be prepared for answers you may not like and be prepared for questions as answers to your questions. Finally, do not let the candle go out during your session. At 4.34 a.m., your friend on the other side of the door should call out to you that the game has ended. If you do not respond, they should try calling your cell phone. If, and only if, neither of these methods succeed in getting your attention, they should enter the room and try to snap you out of the ritual by calling your name. But they should not, under any circumstances, touch you. And finally, if that doesn't work, they should use the mug to throw water from the bucket at your face. If you find yourself in a semi-conscious state and it's time to return, focus on the personal item you brought with you and let it guide you back to a waking state might be a little silly, but if you've committed to the ritual thus far, then it's not that big of a stretch of, a, of the imagination. As soon as you are aware that the time for the ritual is up, you should stand, blow out the candle, and leave the room signifying closure. Dang. it's a lot of fucking steps. That's a lot of steps. That's, um, yeah, that's intense. Yeah. And it's a lot of like, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be exact. Yeah, very specific the warnings of this ritual. If you do not wake up at 3.30 a.m., do not continue. If you return to your prepared room and find the door closed, do not continue and leave the house taking everyone with you. Do not return before 6 a.m. Jesus Christ. That's a jump. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. If the fan is turned off or no longer working in some sort of way, do not continue Leave the house taking everyone with you. Do not return. He doesn't like that. 
He doesn't He's like, like it. the sound of this. <laughs> Do not return. You're summoning it by me. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my goodness. Uh, do not let your candle go out before the ritual is complete. Do not at any point look directly in the two mirrors. It is said that what you see there will pull your consciousness inside and you can become trapped by the kings. Mm-mm. Do not leave your throne before 4.34 a.m. Do not go into this ritual acting disrespectful or cocky. It will not end well for you or your ritual partner. Does that mean death? I don't know. The the warnings were so vague except for the one about being locked in the mirror that I'm just like, bruh, what's going to come out and haunt my fucking house? Yeah. It's interesting that this is this, this, this one also says that if you look into the mirror yeah you'll, you'll get, get trapped, trapped in it or yeah that's a potential it's it's really oh, interesting i'm like is it just like you're seeing yourself from another portal right. and you're not supposed to do that and it's just <laughs> sucks you back in <laughs> yes <laughs> drinking boba <laughs> you're just a boba in this expansive yeah. universe yes um uh, everything everywhere all at once yeah <laughs> So I guess the whole point of this game is to be asking the the king's questions and if they're feeling like it, they'll answer your questions and apparently you can reveal a lot about your past, present, or future. Um, I did read about a person, I'm not clear if they were who they were, but um, of a Redditor that did this ritual and found it to be pretty interesting and didn't have such a negative experience with it. He actually, or he or she, this person enjoyed it so much that they want to try it again. And they want to try all the games. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, oh, I want to try this. And then a bunch of people were commenting on it and they're like, oh, have you tried this? Oh, have you tried that? And they're like, no, I'll try them all. This is how like, like, you know, in rings. Yeah. (laughs) Where the videos just spread everywhere. That's what this reminds me of. Uh, His reaction. This is how a paranormal activity starts. (laughs) Like, just inviting all this shit to your house. Because his experience sounded so creepy. I know. And he described hearing voices, Uh separate voices on his left and right. He described what each voice sounded like as well. He was like, oh... The one on the right was kind of muffled, and the one on the left was raspy. I'm like, bruh. And and they were bringing up stuff about him and his life that he hadn't told anyone. That only he would specifically know. Yeah. And they brought up, like, a friend of his that died yep. and, like, making him feel guilty about it, which, sound, which sounds like some classic demon shit. I know. <laughs> they were like, you did it. It was your fault. You were the reason why. I was like... Terrible. Bro, and, why and, would you want to I know, put yourself through like, that again? He was like, I'm just so hyped on this. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. It's um, like, sounds like Disneyland. Let's do it again. Who knows if it's real, but it's compelling. I don't know. It's creepy. Would I, you try it, Christine? Absolutely <laughs> the fuck not. No, no way. One, no way. One. First off, I'm scared of what my demons will tell me. Right. <laughs> Second, I just don't know if I can handle that, dude. I the moment I heard the first voice, I would go screaming out of the room and fuck everything up. Yeah, <laughs> and then you die. Yep, and then I died. Those, Those are the rules. <laughs> yeah. Would I, you try it? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
I know I'm a little more like would potentially adventurous, try I yeah. guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, this one sounds a bit. Yeah, this one's a little much. Um, I I had said this before when we were researching these, but. I think this would make a very cool movie. Oh like, my god! You could get yes. really creative with the imagery and just yeah, do things. It'd be a lot of fun. I was thinking that it was giving me like kind of hereditary and Oculus yeah. vibes. It sounds like they're summoning payment. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, the, the kings, kings of hell. Like, kings, like yeah. that's what that's, that's where exactly. my mind immediately went to. Was like, are they summoning the kings of hell? Like, what's going on? The queen yeah. and the fool. Like, like who, what? Imagine the characters you could have in the mirror, or you know, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, it's cooler yeah. if you don't get to see the straight on. Absolutely. And maybe they you should, but just like a creepy hand yeah. or like the back of their head, yeah. or like, blurred figure, like a. Uh, you know, I was what? imagining like the ring wraiths just sitting in these chairs with like the creepy little screechy from, voices. From Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. Very creepy. No, thank you. But yeah. I would like to see a movie. It would be cool. Come on, people. Let's, Let's all get make on it. it, guys. Let's <laughs> make it together. Should we start our Patreon and create this movie ourselves? Oh my god. <laughs> the dream. We'll look out. Keep keep an eye out. Yeah. Three kings coming to you. So that brings us to number three. Red door, yellow door. Also known as Doors of the Mind. A game. This one freaks me out, not gonna lie. Mm. Bit real. A little too real. (laughs) So my information on this game comes from iHorror.com. Just look up Red Door, Yellow Door game on their website and you'll find it. But yes... So, the point of this game seemingly is to explore the inner workings of your own mind and to also understand that there are also dark sides to everyone. Some of the things you might encounter inside the game may be those very things about yourself that you don't wish to face. So the game rules. There should be at least two players. One is the guide and the other is the subject. There can be other people in the room as like witnesses. The guide sits on the floor. Okay, I'm going to take that back. Not at least two players, only two players. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Um, So the guide sits on the floor, cross-legged with a pillow in their lap. The subject will then lie on the ground with their head in the guide's lap and their hands raised in the air. The guide should now begin to massage the subject's temples in a circular motion, chanting, Red door, yellow door, door, any other color door, door, over and over again, joined by any witnesses to the game. As the subject slips into the trance, they will find themselves in a room in their mind, and they should now lower their arms to the floor, signaling the guide and any witnesses to stop chanting. The game has officially begun. Now, the guide will begin to ask questions to the subject in order to get them to describe the room. Any witnesses should be silent, so there is no sound except the voice of the guide and the voice of the subject answering the guide's questions. The instructor might ask what colors the doors to the room are, how they feel about the doors, and instruct them to go through varying doors into other rooms. The subject should answer all questions honestly until the guide decides to end the game. And that's that's essentially like the steps of the game. There are warnings, like if you encounter people in the room, do not interact with them. They may be evil and try to trick you, especially if you do not know them. If you find yourself in a room full of clocks, leave immediately. Clocks can trap you. 
fine. That's wild. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. You can go wherever you want, but safer to go up than down. Light things and light colors tend to be better than dark ones. <laughs> All right. Fuck the goss, right? No, I'm just <laughs> Um, if you find yourself trapped in a room, you must try to wake up. If you don't, you might be trapped forever. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. That is, yeah. If you die in the game, you supposedly die in real life. Like, I wonder... Like, I feel like that's know? like the dreams. Where yeah, it's like, yeah, if yeah. you dream, you fall off a cliff. Right, yeah. true. If like, you, you open like... a door and mm-hmm. just... I don't know. Someone stabs you. No. That's, oh, wow. That's creepy. That's creepy. I mean, that what could kind be. of dreams you have? Who knows? Like, it's the doors to the I mind. Know, I know. I uh, know. It's like Freddy jumps time. out. Oh my god! <laughs> like fangirl for a second, then. Can I get your autograph? If you encounter a man in a suit who makes you uncomfortable, end the game immediately. That's creepy. That sounds like Satan, Mr. Dude. Smith, or Satan. Yes, yeah. both. The same. Mr. Smith. <laughs> um, Mr. Anderson. Okay. <laughs> if the guide is having a hard time waking the subject up from the trance, they should shake them roughly to wake them up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, pretty simple, but at the same time, very eerie. Like, who knows what's behind those doors? Um, Super creepy. I don't know. For me personally, I feel like this ties a little too closely with spirituality. Um, I know that like, okay, so for me, it sounds like the trance state that they're in or this whole ritual to get them into that state is very like ritualistic of like, kind of like meditating. It's like getting a person into a meditative or hypnotic kind of state. And I feel like when they go into this room finding the doors, it's almost like they're trying to seek some sort of soul zone. Mm. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I just, there's a lot of rules to that. Yeah. And I feel like doing them in a way that you, like, performing this and not understanding how that works right. can, yeah, definitely open some shit that you yeah. do not want. Yeah, so... Or encountering shit that you don't want. If you try this, take it seriously. Yeah. Any of these, you should take it seriously and just know, again, there's there's risks. Proceed with your own caution. I feel like this is some crazy shit where it's like some... What's that show called? Black Mirror, where you get trapped in your own fucking mind. Yeah. And like, again, like, I don't know if, you know, if it's like real, real, but still, like... It could be just your mind playing tricks on you. Tricks on you, but it could yeah. fuck you up, you know? Your own mind. I, I mean, I feel like you could go into this and just have a good time and open doors and see fucking puppies. Ba, 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 ba. But I could also feel like if you're not in a good mental space, you yes, could go into this absolutely. and open up some locked memories in your yeah. subconscious and really fuck you up because you're not Turn ready. Yourself. Yeah, you're not ready to like kind of deal with whatever traumas your brain has locked away from you that is key yeah you should definitely to be safe make sure you're in a neutral or good state of mind yeah you got no demons you're trying to unlock yeah i mean i saw so i when i first heard of this i saw a tiktok on it and i didn't really know that it was like yeah this Mm -hmm. game really um but yeah, so they played it, and it is. I think it was two sisters and a brother, and the brother was 
the subject and one of the sisters was the guide and they played red red door yellow door and he was in a trance and suddenly he starts freaking out and he's still in the trance he hasn't woken up and he is freaking out and he starts like crying um and so the, the sisters try to start waking him up but he's not like fully waking up and they start calling for their mom and apparently i think he starts crying about it like they, he mentions a name and everything and then when the mom comes in they're like i don't know he started freaking out and he saw he saw his friend the one that died and that just it was very sad and like so sad. I, I wouldn't you know yeah. who knows what he saw and yeah it could be like that yeah so just again heavy stuff proceed with caution yes i would try it if i yeah if i was a uh, feeling in a in a good mood. I feel like this is like doing drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Take only trip on acid if you're yeah. feeling good today. Right, you know? right. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? Essentially. Yeah. Man, the mind. The mind. This, yeah. It could mind even be... Freak. <laughs> mind freak! It could uh, be all rainbows and daisies or it yeah. could literally be hell, it's so... A, it's a fucking clay I know. moldable... I know. I don't know. Freaks I don't know. me out, dude. If you fire it too hard, it could crack. Ooh, <laughs> look at that analogy. That was How spicy. Funny. I just got a buzz from an alert, and it was Shudder emailing me saying an ancient evil has awoken. Are we? We've polite? opened the doors. <laughs> so funny. And now, the final game, number four, the Midnight Man. Again. I got my information from iHorror.com. This one sounds pretty intense. Off the bat, it sounds creepy. And this one sounds like you're just... just The game is summoning a demon, <laughs> essentially. According to iHorror.com, this one has murky origins, but it seems to stem from a creepypasta. That's the earliest version they saw. And it claimed to be based on an old pagan ritual to punish lawbreakers. Fuck that already. <laughs> Pagans, you know? Right? Okay, so just a major, <laughs> like a pre-warning, just off the bat, this game puts you on the run from an entity you willingly invite into your home for over three hours. And I put, nope. So this, this is for uh, the real thrill seekers. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't really recommend this. this that sounds sketch. <laughs> um, so supplies. You will need a candle, probably a pillar candle as well, so it doesn't go out easily and lasts a decent amount of time. Or a big fat Yankee candle. <laughs> um, apple cinnamon, please. Yeah. Set the mood. <laughs> um, you will need a lighter or book of matches. A writing implement. Pen or pencil, I assume. A piece of paper. A wooden door that will be closed. Um, salt. Enough to make a decent-sized circle around yourself. Have you seen Supernatural? Always kidding. carry the salt. Always carry the salt. Um, n just a note. Each player will need each of these items listed for themselves, except the door. You can use different wooden doors, or you can all use the same door if there are multiple of you playing this game at the same time for that part of the ritual. Instructions. 
So first, write your full name, first, middle, and last, on your piece of paper, and then use a, a pin. I'm assuming, I don't know, it didn't list pin in the original supplies list, but it says you will need to prick your finger. So I don't know if you're pricking your finger with the writing implement or just, just get a pen. dab yourself with a pen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to prick your finger and place one drop of blood, your blood, on your paper, allowing it to soak in. Ooh. Creepy. Blood magic. <laughs> blood magic. Okay. <laughs> Play the game inside a house or building where you have plenty of room to spread out and move around. You must break away from each other if you're playing with multiple people when the game begins, so you'll want room to move about without constantly being in each other's way. Immediately, no. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Turn off all lights inside. When midnight approaches, set your piece of paper in front of the door, light your candle, and set it atop the piece of paper. Now, this is a tricky part. You must knock on the wooden door 22 times, and the final knock must take place at the moment the clock strikes midnight. Otherwise, the game will not work. Get a timer, bitches. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably. This is actually a good reason to use multiple doors. One of you is bound to hit the door at the stroke of midnight. After the 22nd knock, open the door, blow out your candle, then close the door again. Immediately relight your candle. Immediately! Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Assuming you followed the rules, the Midnight Man is now in your home. And your job is to avoid him at all costs until 3.33 a.m. There's damn <laughs> fucking time again. 3.33! <laughs> okay. She died. <laughs> Yeah, we're playing this as we're podcasting. Yeah. He's in the <laughs> no, house. No, I reject you. Okay. <laughs> Begin to walk around inside your home or space. You're allowed to go anywhere except outside, but do not stop moving for any reason. You have become prey for the Midnight Man, and he won't stop stalking you until the game ends. Fuck. According to entries on various sites, he can see inside your mind and dig out your deepest fears, trapping you inside a hallucination that will last until the game ends. Again, mm -hmm. immediately no. Trapped? All of this? My worst, I would just be surrounded by clowns. Oh no! That's Absolutely so not. Like that one dream you had. <gasps> Other sites mention he may remove your organs one at a time. Um, no thanks. Excuse me? <laughs> You'll be sentient but unable to stop him, also unable to cry out for help. What the fuck? You just see him like Which just... fucking demon is this? Jesus Christ, the I know. Man. He probably has some crazy name. Some just... fetish with man. innards. <laughs> yeah. The oh the creeper. He's the creeper. He's the creeper. Jeepers. Creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers. Creepers. Where'd you get those eyes? <laughs> Where's our singing career? Uh, yeah, we're making a Broadway play. No, just kidding. Fuck Salva. Sorry. Okay? Yes, fuck Every him. moment. <laughs> um, okay. If your candle goes out, you have 10 seconds to relight its flame. If you're successful, keep moving. 
If you fail to do so, you should immediately make a circle of salt around you large enough for you to sit down within its borders and stay there until the game ends at 3.33 a.m. I can just picture <gasps> Sam and Dean just shaking their yeah. heads, being like, don't do this. Seriously. <laughs> exactly. Sounds like an episode of Supernatural. If you feel a sudden drop in temperatures, hear phantom whispers, or see a dark shadowy figure, the Midnight Man is near. Again, keep moving and protect your candle's flame. At 3.33, the game is ended, and you may now turn on the lights. If you've survived. If you've survived. If you have not fallen prey (laughs) to the Midnight Man. That's a pretty decent tagline for a movie. Yeah. Um, So warnings, warnings. Do not turn the lights on during the game. You'll spook him. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be like, ah! (laughs) Do not substitute a flashlight for the candle. Do not allow yourself to fall asleep once the game has begun. Because then he'll get you. Easy prey. He'll eat your insides. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, Do not use someone else's blood on your paper. That's cheating. I don't know why you would want to. Maybe so that like he doesn't come after you. Oh shit, that's Leave the house. Because it's not a blood bond. Oh. Not a true bond. Do not try to provoke the Midnight Man in any way during the game. Your job is to stay on the run, not confronting the beast. Lastly, lastly, and most creepily, don't assume just because the game is over that the Midnight Man has left. Some say once you've played, he never truly leaves. Dude, I, I mean, that creeps me out. Yeah, that straight up sounds like you're summoning a demon. Because first, yeah, like you're playing with your own blood and it sounds like you're you're literally writing a blood contract. Right. Like, mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm not. Mm-mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play this one. I wouldn't. This absolutely one. not. I would not play. But I watch. I wouldn't From outside watch. the building. <laughs> I wouldn't even watch. I'd be like, y'all have your fun. Like, I'm not trying to die today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to have my insides munched on by any sort of demon. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Yeah, creepy. Apparently, because this one also sounded like a good, you know, prompt Mm -hmm. for a movie. And I told Christine, sounds better than the Bye Bye Man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And there is a movie on it. I forgot what year it it came out. But um, Robert Englund is in it as like a... Kind of like a Sam Loomis character. Yeah. yeah. And um, Lynn Shay is also Lynn in Shea, it. Yes. Yeah. And she plays a medium. I feel like this would be a good, like, let's get drunk and watch it and have some fun with it. Yeah. That would be my version of witnessing this game being played. Right, right. (laughs) The one part of this that, like, really stuck out to me where I'm just like, I wonder what the significance of this is, is why 22 knocks? I know. I've never really heard that number, like... I wonder if that number holds anything in particular. Pull out your demonology books. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Dean, where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very creepy. Yeah, this one is a hard no. <laughs> the yeah. other ones, like, maybe if you get me drunk enough, I might be down, but this right. one's a hard pass. Yeah. Did you read of anyone playing this one? I briefly looked up, and there are, apparently there are people, like, on YouTube who have played that have it. Done it. I haven't watched the video, um... I haven't... I'm sure there's someone posting on Reddit or something. I'm sure there is. Um, Bruh. Yeah. 
so crazy. Look these up, guys. They're interesting, cool, creepy. Again, proceed with caution if you choose to play. Make sure you're in a good state of mind. I feel like we need to cleanse your apartment after telling these stories. Just to be safe. (laughs) Um, Is the Midnight Man lurking around one of the red or yellow doors? I'm flipping With the three kings? I'm holding on. No, don't do that. You're going to piss them all off. I already broke them. You don't provoke. You do not provoke. If we've learned anything. I'm a regular Zach Bagan. There are things in this world that we will never fully understand. I know. I was like, if you learned anything, it's to not act like Zach Bagan. We want answers. True. Um, I just wanted to mention, to list some honorable mentions of other games that exist. Yes. And if you do not hear from us next week, we died. (laughs) The demons got us. Yes, honorable mentions. Let's um, do it. I mean, first and foremost, Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. We talked about this earlier. Absolutely. And then another honorable mention, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a yeah. Board. Yeah. So many. I've, and my mom played that. I've played it as a kid. Yeah. 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 I feel like all of us at one point have done either Bloody Mary or Light mm-hmm. as a Feather or a combination of both. I just want to share a little story of like playing Bloody Mary uh, I think I was probably in elementary. Yeah, I think I was in fifth. Please do. Uh, just briefly, yeah. So the age when we all start hearing about it. Um, yeah, I was in fifth grade. My brother was in sixth grade. Him and his friends wanted to play it <laughs> at our house in our bathroom, and I was so freaked out just <laughs> by the idea of it. I don't know if I had seen something or if it was just like yeah, it just sounded immediately scary to me, and I was like. I was terrified for them. I Baby thought they Carissa were all like, going to be murdered no. in the bathroom. I thought I was going to open the door and they're all going to be fucking... The blood everywhere. Fucking sixth grader. <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, and so, you know, I hear them, you know, they're... I'm just standing outside the door. Okay. They turn off the lights, start doing all the shit, like flushing, and, and they, like, start chanting... And, like, I thought they were going to die. So I grabbed my little glow-in-the-dark rosary because I was raised oh, Catholic. Oh, my goodness. Precious baby Carissa. But, um, yeah. And I just, like, slip it under the door crack <laughs> when they're done. They all had started screaming, too, at some point. Not for me, like, slipping it under. But, I don't know. You know, they were just freaking each other out. And they were all shrieking. And I was shrieking on the other side because I thought they were, like, dying. But, I, yeah, I had slipped the rosary under. And then when they came out and they were fine, I was like, I saved you. <laughs> Please tell me your mom oh, witnessed I think she was there. I, I think she, yeah, I, my, I have poor memory, but I think she was around and was Man. probably just laughing and, like. If I ever have kids and they do shit like that, I would be dying in the corner, I just know. cracking up. And it's just, it would be so fun to see, like, just these stories, you know, mm-hmm. like, you tried as a kid, now your kids are trying. <laughs> Imagine you're just terrifying your little kid. Don't look in the mirror and say, Bloody Mary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they gotta learn. <laughs> yeah. Learn today. So a few of these I've actually never heard of. Yeah, so, oh, okay, well, the the elevator game, I read probably on No Sleep 2. It was yes. on one of the Reddits. I ha- one that of the one Reddits. I have heard of. <laughs> one of the Reddits. Um, also known as Elevator to Another World, mm-hmm. and essentially it's, yeah, you just need an elevator um, with preferably more than, I forgot what the numbers are in it, but it has to be a decent amount of floors, like maybe more than 10. 
or something. I feel like this game was shown on an episode of that show on Paramount Plus called Evil. Oh. I feel like they did, like, I don't know if you guys, if you guys haven't watched that show, please do. It's a lot of fun. Um, But I feel like they, they did that on mm. one of the shows. Because I remember specifically one of the characters being trapped. Oh. Um, outside of the L, it was this whole thing. Yeah. But I think I think this was done on yeah. there. I mean, also season two definitely recommend reading the Reddit post on it because yeah. the Reddit story it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically you do this like ritual of going to certain floors mm-hmm. in order, and like if you see a woman or someone, like don't interact with them, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it it sounds like you might get to floors that you don't recognize or like yeah. the, one of the floors you visited before is like different. And yeah. Yeah. It's just disorienting. It's like yeah. another dimension. Creepy. Or also are creepy. you in hell? Yeah. Or you just fuck up the elevator enough with all the commands. I know. That, that it just like takes you to the basement. All right. The answer man, which the I've answer. never heard of. Yeah. Again, this is on, I, you can find this on iHorror.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't go too much into this one. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. another game of, like, yeah, asking questions and, like, yeah, receiving answers of sorts. I don't want to know the answers. Um, Charlotte's Web, I haven't heard of. Just look it up. <laughs> no, Charlotte's Web is also on iHorror.com. The 11 Mile Game is, too. And that one involves driving and, like, finding a road that is not on the maps or on the GPS. And it's kind of like the elevator game where it's, like, a road to another world. You start taking certain turns, and I, that one is like no, because you will realistically get lost and fuck yourself. Yeah, I know. Who knows? The <laughs> only one that I've ever heard of with cars is like um, the one where you—I don't know where it is in the U.S. exactly, but where you drive onto the train tracks and you wait there, and then something's supposed to <gasps> yeah. push you off, and then if you look in like your windshield, you'll see little baby handprints. Yeah, I've yeah. I've heard that. I've heard the railroad one, but there, I've also heard a variation of just like. There's a hill, and it'll push you up. That's Urban Legends working its magic right here. We've heard two different variations of, like, yes. the same story. Yeah. And I think I think one of those with the hill, someone was saying, like, oh, this specific hill that you're supposed to do it at is actually there's some weird, like, fucking physics shit going on. Oh, over. really? That just pushes you up? It's just like an up. illusion where you yeah. think you're going uphill, but you're actually going downhill or something. Interesting. Shit. But it's like, the hands. Would you do that one? Yeah, I, that one. I feel like that Let's one's like it. the least threatening. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure some of you have heard this or variations of these. Would you play the elevator game? I think I, I would, would be tempted to. Yeah, I think I would. I feel like Especially that one. I was feeling silly. Yeah, I feel like that one's kind of like an elevated version of like I don't know of Bloody Mary with a little more yeah, rules. Yeah. It feels a little less threatening. It's like. Because you know you're not supposed to interact with yeah. someone. Like, just an innocent person just getting in Walks the Walks in and you're just dead silent, turning away. Just, like, yeah, turning it's so funny. You start punching them. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Who knows? But yeah, so it seems like a lot of these games have... You see you see them start on Creepypasta or yeah. Reddit. Um, Stories start there and then they just kind of expand because people will take these games and try to play them and yeah. it winds up on like TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube. Just and everywhere. 
futuristic. It's like the same allure that Halloween Horror Nights or escape rooms have. Just that, you know, being in it and, like, experiencing a thrill. I feel like, I don't know. Like, escape rooms and Halloween Horror Nights are a little bit safer oh, than course, some of, of these <laughs> fucking games. Of course. But, I mean, like, I guess it depends on how much... Seek them out, yeah, yeah, I guess it depends on how much, like, kind of... What's the word? Um, how much you believe in these and how much belief you put in these is yeah. going to kind mm-hmm. of depict your outcome of it yes. as well. Because if you go in, like, as a complete, like, I'm not going to see shit and try one of these games. science and reason. Yeah. If you go in with complete, and I mean, that's that's kind of why I like the show Evil. Because they have those characters. They have one that's a believer. They have, um, by believer, I mean, is religious. They have one person who's, um, who's in the psychology world and one person who's super techie. And they go around Mm -hmm. and debunk these things. So I feel like... If you're coming in it with, you know, science, logic, and reason, you're not going to find anything to be creeped out about. But I think that's that's the same to say with, like, just going in and watching a movie. If you sit there and you pick yes. apart a movie, you're not going to have fun with it. Yes. But if you just let go and enjoy it, you're going to have a good embrace time. Embrace the absurdity. Yeah. Embrace the stuff might not make sense. <laughs> yeah. Guarantee you're going to have a nice time with these, but hey, yeah. it'll be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. The performative aspect yes. of these ones in particular is just so interesting to me and how it's just like the next step in, in sharing urban legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's more intense. Because it's beyond storytelling. Yeah. It's just experiencing. actually experiencing. Yeah. yeah. And a movie that like, or just movies that, you know, relate to that is like obviously Candyman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you as a kid, because you know how Candyman kind of turned into the new Bloody Mary? Yeah. Did you ever try doing summoning Candyman? I did not. As a kid? I did not. Oh, yeah. I did it all the time. <laughs> you did? I did it all yeah. the time. And I was like, where are you? If you I never showed up. Parent, I would like, I don't know. She you know what? candy around. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, Nutty my mom. Kid. My mom hated the fact that I loved it so much because I loved these movies, but then would stay up all night crying because I was so scared. Like, I thought Freddy was going to come up through my bed and, like, take me to the dream world. Yeah. Yeah. One of mine for, like, that has that same effect, especially when it came out, was The Ring. And I saw, in the U.S., I saw The Ring before, before I saw Ringu. Yes. But, um... I know. I remember when that came out. Everyone would be pranking oh, people my on the phone. Yes. Yeah, and that shit was so creepy. Like yeah. I, I couldn't. My and I had like you know the an older a VCR and um, yep. TV that would play static. And yep. whenever it hit the static, I was like, <gasps> turn it off. <laughs> I thought she was gonna crawl out my little fucking box TV. I had friends that had gone to go see it with their friends, and when they came back home, their parents were just going ham on them, calling their phone, doing the little seven days voice. And it came out at the like, perfect, I mean, like, yeah. you know, you, you could still rent the movie yes. and actually be like, I need to return this. I know. <laughs> Send yeah. it back. That is just a whole whole gimmick for people yeah. who, you know, return their shit on time. Right? <laughs> Produced by Blockbuster. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the coolest um, kind of depictions yeah. of, like, urban legends actually playing out yeah. into fruition in real life. And spreading. Yes. Like, passing on. Yeah. that The idea of, like, passing on the story. Yeah. Like, mm, it yeah. lives. It lives on. It lives 
Yeah, very cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, guys, that was our first intro into Urban Legends. Yeah. We are going to be discussing a lot more in depth. Cultural ones, yes. like different cultures. Which I am so excited for. Yeah. I've been hearing quite a few yeah. that are pretty damn good. And it's interesting because um, at least a lot of them are certain variations on classic ones that yes. you know anyone has a certain story mm-hmm. on. And there's just so much to urban legends that we could talk about. Like, we're thinking of doing one based yes. on specific locations mm-hmm. where it's like a certain location has several urban legends tied surrounding it. Yeah, mm-hmm. surrounding it. Yeah, this this subject is just, we find it so cool and fascinating. We could not bring it in our hearts to devote just a single episode yeah. to it. I feel like we would not have done it justice at all. So this is going to be an ongoing series for yeah. us. So... Next time, sit tight with a glass of wine or a nice cold beer and come on a journey with us about urban legends. We'll do our best to make it a spooky. spooky and like just the effect you get when people yeah. tell you a certain urban legend yeah. around the campfire. All nice and toasty with your marshmallows and marshmallows. then boom! You get scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sasquatch comes through the woods and, and, and Bigfoot body takes you and just like drags the, you out. Like the Jack Weeks commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I and do yourself a favor. Watch a cool movie dealing with urban legends. If not the movie Urban Legend itself, which oh tackles God. quite a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let us not forget Urban yeah. Legend and Urban Legend's final cut. That one's yeah. so fun. Especially if you're a fucking film student. <laughs> <laughs> They're both really great. They're a lot of fun. Go watch The Ring. Bring it, you know, a little old school. Yeah. Read No Sleep subreddit yeah. or Creepy Pasta. Just don't do it in the middle of the night. Don't do it in the middle of that. Trust me. Unless you don't feel like sleeping, then do it. As always. You know what that means. I'll be right back! She died! (laughs) I was possessed. The Midnight Man came and took her! We gotta save the bucket. I know. We We gotta go. (laughs) Do you got some sage or some palo santo or some? Some incense? Ethically harvested. Yes. Do it with respect.